Oh man, I missed you guys so much. I missed you guys so much. It's a Chick Foley show. We're back. I was on vacation last week. I apologize for being absentee dad. Daddy's home. Daddy's back. Okay. And the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. I've got the lovely Sheena Phelps on the line here. She's uh she's in uh, beautiful Virginia Beach. What's going on, Sheena? Not a whole lot, man. I am still solo solo parenting it up, so your girl is tired. Oh, man. We both had some tough weeks, but uh, we're almost at the end here. We're almost at the end. We're It's almost fall here. We're getting a little... <laughs> leaves are falling. That's good. There's a little nip in the air. There's a little nip yeah. in the air, which yeah. I'm excited about. It's been a long time since I've experienced fall. I uh, Listen, I'm not about cold weather, but I do kind of like this, like, you know, getting to, like, buy, like, a sweater here and there. Um, I'm like, okay, I could get into this. But once I have to put on that big, that big fucking coat, I'm going to be all, I'm all out. Yeah, you. Well, I'm AEW all out. <laughs> just wait. Yeah, it's going to be nice and cold for the first time in a long time for you. We got Marco Denton, the MVP on the line, our intern extraordinaire. What's going on, Marco? Nothing much. It's uh, chilling out over here in the uh, gorilla position. Um, enjoying that that fall weather. Enjoying some <laughs> football as well. Oh, it's a yeah. great. Football. It's a great first week we uh, we had for all us football fans out there. Not so, if you're a Falcons fan. Or a Browns fan, but fuck them, right? <laughs> or a Dolphins fan as well. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Dolphins fans. Sorry what we did to you. I apologize. But uh, it's enough football talk. We got other things to cover here because uh, we uh, we actually just recorded a WWE – take a shot – AEW all-out uh, recap two weeks in the making uh, with our buddy Mike Lanham. You'll be able to check that out on our feed uh, at the end of this week along with this episode. So uh, we – Originally uh, scheduled to be for about a half hour. It went f- almost an hour. So uh, we touched on all the matches. Mike was actually in the house for uh, All Out in Chicago. So he had some good insight on crowd reactions and how bad everybody smelled in the crowd and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it was uh, it was a good time. For sure, for sure. I'm glad I'm glad to be back after um, after a week off. It was a tough week last week, and then Phil was on vacation, so it was crazy because we had such a great week of wrestling, and then it was like the actual like life week was so crappy. So yeah. I was at the uh, at the. I, I feel so douchey saying at the lake. I feel like that's like the douchiest thing to say. But you know, there's a lake here in, in Maryland that's like uh, you know, we rent a house every year with a bunch of friends and. What's wrong with going to the lake, Phil? It just sounds like, like when you say the word fiance, it just sounds like you're a douche. Like the lake, I'm going to the lake. Like it just sounds douchey. But I probably drank <laughs> uh, sixty Michelob Ultras this weekend, and uh, just, just, just beer, cu- beer pong, and flip cup, and you know, good time, good time. But uh, I'm back in, I'm back in the grind now. So uh, I was gonna say, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Michelob Ultras are not keto. Uh, I'm not, I'm not living that keto life anymore. I'm living that, like, uh, just eating healthy life, I guess you could Eating the, the balance, the balanced lifestyle. Yeah. The wife I'm, wants I'm, to do a, a plant-based diet now, which I'm not really, I just can't give up eating meat, 
But, listen, uh, you don't have. Okay, listen. We'll we'll save this for another um, discussion. But there are some pretty freaking delicious plant based foods out there. Oh, I was yeah, pesc- I agree. I was pe- I was pescatarian for over um, two years, and um, you know I ate predominantly plant based with some you know fish, eggs, um, things like that. So um, yeah, man, I can I can pass along to the wifey some really really good stuff for you guys, so you don't feel like you're missing out, and you don't have to give up meat completely. But yeah, I, I do. I do. I agree with eating more plants. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's uh, living that, trying to, trying to live that healthy life. But uh, uh, some quick info at the top of the show. We've mentioned this for a while now. We're doing a toy drive uh, for Toys for Tots here in Baltimore, uh, partnering with Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Set up a P.O. Box this week. It's P.O. Box. So my name, Philip Gentile. If you don't know my name, you probably are a new listener to the show. But it's P.O. Box 3203, Catonsville, Maryland, 21228. Uh Send anything you want to there. I know it's super early. Obviously, we're going to do this in December as we get closer to the holidays. But I wanted to give everyone uh, a couple months, Sheena, just if there's any deals at Walmart or Game, sure. GameStop, any finding clearance stuff, anything that's still in the package. doesn't have to be wrestling figures either. If you find anything you want to send to us, you know we're going to make sure these all go to a good home. Um, I mean, last year I was there for this event. They filled, I think, four 18-wheelers full of toys for kids so uh it's a pretty big event and we want to we want to really do our part to help out uh the folks here and the kids in baltimore so uh whatever you want to send i i pinned the tweet with the address to our twitter account so you can find it there and i'll co- be posting it i'll be posting it to instagram as well for all you insta followers very nice yeah i mean you can send one fig you can send 100 figs i don't care our buddy zach egloff uh showed up at my house the other day while i wasn't here and dropped off a bag of uh of basic figures from uh from five below so zach's the uh the second contributor to the uh to the give to the uh the toy drive so i'm excited to see what uh what we end up with at the end of this thing it's gonna be pretty fun i'm sure everybody in the foley family is going to come out and uh support this thing because it's for a good cause for sure, for sure. Uh, you guys can find us on uh, social media, obviously, as Sheena just mentioned. It's at Chick Foley on Instagram. It, the show is at Chick Foley Show on Twitter. If you want to uh, yell at me and criticize uh, anything I do, uh, the email address is askchickfoley at gmail.com. Not ass Chick Foley. Uh, <laughs> that, that will go to a different website. Uh, <laughs> check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. Uh, Sheen and I are going to record something this weekend. I think we're doing what the best wrestling finishing moves bracket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On Saturday night, and I'm actually good. The wife's out of town, so I'm I'm getting some Patreon shit in this weekend. I'm going to do a massive unboxing of all my new generation collection. I have I think 40 total figures between loose and still mint on card that I'm going to open up. I'm going to you know it's going to be like an hour long. I'm going to have some beers. The kid's going to be asleep. The wife's going to be out of town. Uh, it'll just be a you know Patreon exclusive episode, but uh, you can sign up for it there. It starts at a dollar a month. You get access to our Facebook group, uh, and you can buy and sell trade figures with us at uh, retail pricing and avoid the scalpers on eBay. So check us out there. Uh, we'll get to some more plugs at the end of the show, but let's get into uh, inside the squared circle, Sheena. Where should we start? Um, so I think we should, you know, we got a big pay-per-view coming up, uh, this weekend. So I think we should just like touch on a little bit of Raw and SmackDown. We went back to the garden, the historic Madison Square Garden, uh, this week for both Raw and SmackDown. So that was, that was a really big deal. I know a lot of people were super, super hyped for it. It's been a very, very long time. Um, so I think what, 10 years since it's, uh, since Raw has been in at the garden, like that's pretty crazy, right? Why, why is that? I mean, obviously it's the most, you know 
quote unquote most famous arena in the world. But I mean, what? Wh- why are we not running that show? Is it too expensive? I mean, what's the like? Kind of the backstory of that because that shocked me. I don't know. Maybe the intern will have some um, some insight on that. But yeah, I, I don't know why that why they don't run it at Madison Square Garden anymore. And maybe you know with the with the turnout that they had this week, um, it'll be something that they do more frequently. But it, it was kind of cool because I thought it felt kind of special, you know. And I think it just kind of like added a little bit of a little bit of something. At the, as far as the shows go, though, I felt like they were. Um, they were lacking a little bit of something for for go home shows. I felt like there wasn't a lot of um, I don't know a lot of hype. I felt like it was just kind of like a regular episode of Raw. I mean, am I alone? Did what about you, Marco? What did you feel? Um, I mean, yeah, it was kind of. I don't want to say it was lackluster or anything like that. It was, a, it was no, actually a really good show. Um, but um, yeah, it didn't it didn't feel like a go home episode at all. It almost felt like a second part to the 25, um, the round 25 almost, to me anyway. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. uh, yeah, no good. Yeah, I, think, I thought it was really good. I thought, I thought, I mean, obviously, I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, I mean, like, oh, he yeah. came out and just, like, blew the roof off the place. There's nothing lackluster about Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, I mean, I just love seeing him get his pop. Apparently, he goes out there and he's completely unscripted and just does his thing. Um, and I, I, I fully 100% believe that because when he talks, it's just so genuine. Um, you can tell it's just the Stone Cold that you would get talking to him in a bar or if you were on his podcast or something like you can tell he's not being scripted. I mean, he has like a format, obviously he had to get Braun and Seth to sign the, to sign the contract, but it wasn't like they were like telling him like, you know, well, make sure you drop this and you know, you say this and you say it like Return this. Return to know, watch like- Total Divas tomorrow night, eight <laughs> o'clock on USA Network at WWE.com. Go to tout Uber. You want to do Uber too? <laughs> Oh my God! If Stone Cold did a Total Divas promo, I don't know what I would do. That Blue would be Chew, Blue Chew. Get your dick real hard. <laughs> that would be crazy. Speaking of Stone Cold impersonations, oh, speaking of real um, hard <laughs> dicks. No, um, speaking of, please nobody make a sound bite of that. I don't think. My mom, I don't think. No. I, oh my God! Oh, def- All right, I'm gonna get the timestamp. The timestamp is ten. Oh my God! <laughs> I don't think. I don't think my mom would like oh, that. Get these hands. I need these hands. <laughs> um, but speaking of impersonating a Stone Cold, I laughed so hard whenever AJ Styles came out and interrupted the contract signing and did his impersonation of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I think it caught Stone Cold off guard too because you could tell Stone Cold was like trying not to laugh. Um, and it was so funny him just like impersonating him. Like I thought it was, I thought it was so great. I thought his whole interaction with uh, Steve Austin and like that whole segment was just incredible, and it was a great way to open in the show yeah i love that i love stunning uh aj styles it's cool to see uh stone cold take a bump which haven't seen that in a long time uh what i didn't like was the 10-man tag main event like that did nothing like you said this show i think you really kind of depended on the the main event to hype up the you know the main event for the pay-per-view or get you excited that match really didn't do anything for me as far as getting me excited to watch class of clash of the night of the champions <laughs> uh yeah i don't think it did anything either i mean obviously they had their big beer bash at the end and it was a really cool feel-good moment but yeah it wasn't a go-home moment before a pay-per-view granted i mean this pay-per-view is not 
one of the big four. It's not a huge pay-per-view. Ultimately, all of this pay-per-view is going to do is set us up for, for hell in the cell. Um, so, I mean, I guess it's okay. Again, you know, I'm not crapping on the show because I thought the show was okay. It was just, it was, to me, it just didn't feel like, um, like a go home show, but I did enjoy seeing AJ Styles take a stunner. Um, and then get beat by Cedric Alexander, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, like he stuns AJ Styles and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but AJ has a match, you know? So then he goes up, um, and gets beat down by, um, by, uh, AJ or by Cedric Alexander. So yeah, they're putting him over pretty well. I mean, they must have high hopes for Cedric Alexander as a singles competitor. Cause I mean, he's, you know, he's put over Drew McIntyre. Now he's being put over AJ Styles. I know they're, you know, they're not clean finishes sometimes, but I mean, they gotta they gotta be high on him to put him in these positions. So that's good, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, and he always he always shows up. I enjoy watching Cedric Alexander. You know, he's not. I don't think he's a, a guy with a lot of like flash. I feel like he's he still needs to like develop his character a little bit um, and bring a little something different to the table. But as far as like in ring, I always enjoy watching him. Um, we did see uh, Charlotte and Becky team up against uh, the heel, the heel Boston Hug connection, uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks, which still to me, like I'm a little confused. I don't know how you guys read this, but um, I think it was Tuesday night. Um, you know, jumping it ahead to SmackDown a little bit, but like Ember Moon came to Bailey and was like, I can't believe you did this. You know, like people looked up to you. You were a role model, blah, blah, blah. Like you're supposed to define the division. I can't remember what all she said, but it was just like a baby face thing to say. Um, and then Bailey was like, you know, it's not about, um, it's not about them. It's about this title. And it was, she was kind of like playing like a tweener role. And I'm like, but last week you were beating down Becky Lynch with a chair. And now you're kind of like this weird, like in this weird middle ground. So, and she's fighting Charlotte Flair. So, like, who's the heel and the baby face in this situation? Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. I feel like they don't want – on SmackDown, they don't have – you know, she was doing the same thing last week on SmackDown, like saying kind of being like two-faced a little bit. Like, just if you're going to go all in on it, just go all in yeah. and make her make her heel for a little bit. And you can bring her back, you know, and have her turn on Beck, on uh, Sasha or vice versa. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't really understand. I like to have, like, clear-cut, you know, people as far as faces and heels, but I guess they're not, you know – down with that life anymore we'll see yeah i thought the i thought the tag match though i thought it was really entertaining you know um i mean i can't remember the last time we've had all four of them in a match together you know what i mean or like in the ring together yeah but it's like the original four horsewomen of of nxt i thought it was a really cool moment and i thought um i thought they did really well and i'm excited to see these you know all four of these women go head to head. I mean, obviously in different matches, but see them go head to head at Clash of Champions because I think we're going to get some really great matches out of it for sure. Sure. Uh, what do you want to talk about on SmackDown? I mean, we we forgot to mention Baron Corbin going to the finals of the King of the Ring. How do you feel about that finals match being on Raw the night after Clash of Champions? Do you think that's a good move? Obviously, they have a ton of matches on the card already. Uh, does it lose some of its luster? And uh, what are we thinking with Corbin moving into the finals? Well, I, I've thought Corbin since the beginning, like, you know, when this thing was first announced, I was like, oh my God, if Baron Corbin wins, it's going to be crazy. But I mean, the more and more I think about it, like it's, it's less and less crazy. I mean, King Corbin is like, that's the perfect gimmick for him. You know what I mean? Like that's, I think he will, he will do it justice. Obviously, you know, my prediction, I don't think there's any way Chad Gable is going to win King of the Ring. Um, it, for me, it doesn't make sense for him to win. I mean, I don't think it does anything for him. I feel like, you know, I've said it several times before, the king of the ring is a heel 
gimmick um, and it's better suited and it will do more for for Baron Corbin. The thing I don't understand is, has anybody given a legitimate reason at all why Chad Gable is not a worthy competitor or contender other than just his height? Because, like, that's that's the only thing that anyone has said about him is like, hey, Shorty, or, oh, where are you at? I can't see you. And I'm like, that's not a legitimate reason as to why somebody's not a, a good wrestler or a worthy competitor. So I felt like, it, I felt like this whole thing about... Gable being an underdog has kind of been like very shallow. You know what I mean? Like I felt like they should have done a little more to like build him as this like baby faced underdog than just be like, Oh, it's because he's short. Yeah. We could have used this opportunity to build someone up and they've done the opposite of that with Gable. They've kind of make him look weak, even like on last week when Elias, uh, had, couldn't wrestle gable was like you know i should i deserve a buy or something he wasn't like you know i want you know i want to wrestle somebody and i don't want you know i don't want to be just given handed anything like that's how you like get a baby face over you don't like have him just complain right. about not getting a buy into the next round like um i mean he's a damn good wrestler i think you know the, oh yeah i'm sure the point of this king of the ring is to get someone over and you know if you, I'm I'm not opposed to it being Baron Corbin just because everybody hates him so much. I just think it's you know he gets so much natural heat, but yeah. he doesn't need to win this thing. So we'll see what happens next week. I, I'm thinking it's going to be Gabe, uh, Corbin, but uh, I wouldn't. Be, I would love to see Gable. What if what if Gable wins and then turns heel like after the match, kind of like a Daniel Bryan did? I mean that would that would be cool. I think you have to have a heel as the King of the Ring. I don't know how it yeah, works sure. for the face, but. Yeah, for sure. And to answer your question about it being on Monday, um, you know, I originally, I don't, I'm like, I don't know if I just made this up. I was talking to Marco about this earlier. Um, I thought originally it was announced that the King of the Ring, uh, finals was going to take place at clash of champions. And then on SmackDown, they mentioned that it was going to be the following week on raw. Um, and you know, I'm okay with that. I feel like it's a really, it's a really good um, match suited for suited for a post pay per view Raw. But um, I feel like with all the matches on the Clash of Champions card, so but there's like 12 or 14 matches. Like it's insane. Like I was looking at the card today, and there's like so many matches. I feel like it would have gotten lost in Clash of Champions. It would have just kind of been like a little bit lackluster. I feel like it's going to get a lot more shine and a lot more. Um, a lot more hype being on Monday Night Raw. For sure. Anything else from SmackDown before we uh, move on to our Clash of Champions preview? Let me take a look here. I don't think there was anything crazy. Oh, we had Kofi um, have his like callback moment um, for when he like ten years ago when he put Randy Orton through a table and then he put oh, yeah. Randy Orton he put Randy Orton through another table at um, at MSG. So that was a pretty cool little, you know, a little moment. History repeating itself. Um, Undertaker opened the show. Oh, man. I feel like they, <laughs> they should have had him um, open Raw or something and then have Stone Cold do SmackDown. Because I feel like after you have... Um, after you have Stone Cold Steve Austin on Raw, like it didn't matter who followed him up, like it was yeah, like it was tough. not going to be as good. It was um, the opening was just not great. It was just playing. You're just standard Undertaker fare where he's just like talking a bunch of stuff, and you're just like, what are you even talking about, Undertaker? You know. Um, so I mean, it's always cool to see him, but uh, it was cool to see Sami Zayn get um, choke slammed through the ring. But other than that, uh, yeah, I would say it, it definitely fell short of the the stone cold pop from from the night before. But um, other than that, Eric Rowan 
Oh, I was about uh, to touch you know, on that. <laughs> yeah, he cut a promo on oh, um, God. on. Uh, I know it's kind of crazy. I don't know. I didn't think it was horrible, but it's just um, it's very strange to me. Like it's like watching. Uh, the, I don't know. I don't crowd, even know what the it. crowd could give less of a shit about Eric Rowan. Yeah, I, it's this this whole feud has been just. Yeah, uh, they did him no favors. It was it was they a, did it nobody was so convoluted. Favors. Very convoluted. It was almost as convoluted as like the the Charlotte Becky Ronda suspension unsuspension uh, whole the whole deal last year. I mean, it was just kind of like who did it? You did it? No, I did it. Wait, you're a liar! And then all of a sudden, like everything comes to a head, and all of a sudden, Rowan like actually did do it. Um, so yeah, I feel like the the build to this was just very convoluted. And no matter what the payoff, like I don't know what they're trying, like what in game they have in mind for this like is daniel bryan turning back babyface like what's 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 the end game here are we are we gonna get daniel bryan versus roman reigns um but yeah i other than that i feel like you know this this match i mean it'll be good i mean they'll they'll beat the hell out of each other but it just doesn't do anything for me uh bray wyatt wrestled oh sorry not bray wyatt the fiend wrestled in a dark match post smackdown um which was pretty crazy to me um it was after apparently i wasn't there but it was after the 205 live tapings like they announced that the fiend was going to be wrestling um the b team after 205 live so i don't know if they did that just to keep the crowd around for the 205 live taping so that it didn't look like an empty msg um arena or or what that what the reason was for that but yeah the fiend definitely uh you know wrestled in a dark match and got over on the B team. What about, uh, I don't know if this just came out today. I don't know if it's hundred percent confirmed, but it sounds like two Oh five live is being nixed, canceled finito. And I think all those guys are getting moved over to NXT. And, uh, I, I don't mind that. I feel like you can do, you can keep the title and move it over. And you'd have, I mean, you have now two hours of, of live every week, uh, television for NXT. You want to have a title on that brand besides, you know, the NXT titles. It works out. There's some talented guys down there. So, as much as uh, people, you know, rave about 205 Live, and it probably had some of the better wrestling in the in the company. Uh, just, you know, just having. I don't know why they taped it after SmackDown or Raw. I don't know why they don't do it before, but that's just me. Um, but- yeah, I feel like it would be better better received if they did it before. Um- before the show because yeah like after the show like i mean even the with the smackdown i went to smackdown here in norfolk um you know the the week that we last week when we missed um didn't record the podcast but um well i stayed and watched but i mean everybody else we were one of very few people that stayed around for the for the 205 for the 205 uh taping so you know marco you had a thought to drop in yeah so the uh for the the 205 live um, I was actually reading about that too. Apparently, Triple H in an interview um, about it. He he's he didn't say it was canceled. He just said um, there's a lot of the guys are going to be moving over to the NXT brand. Oh. So he didn't say it was like going to completely like go away. Um, they probably have their eye on a few guys in 205 Live that would obviously do well in NXT oh, on sure. on USA. Um, so um, I'm not sure if that was the same interview that he did with um, when they were in. Uh, and take when they learned in Cardiff on the yeah, takeover card, and he spoke about like NXT moving over to USA and like who's gonna control it and all that stuff. He deaded all those rumors of 
you know, Vince McMahon taking over and stuff like that. Um, he said the same people that have been running the show are basically going to run the show. Um, that's not going to change any any bit at all. So no nice. worries, NXT fans. <laughs> right. It's, it's weird, though. I mean, there's not a ton of guys on 205 Live. So, I mean, if you take a handful of them over, Jesus, I mean, you've already you've already taken, you know, the Cedric Alexanders and the Ollies of the world off that show. So... Uh, maybe they just there's a, there's a million or... other yeah there's a million other cruiserweights waiting in the wings to be called up by by WWE so I have no doubt that they have plenty of people um just waiting for that phone call yeah that's more more wrestling than better so um yeah that's for, it for, from... um, I, well I was gonna say um some other um it's kind of outside the squared circle but I know you guys have heard of the Madden curse but have you heard of the Shane McMahon <laughs> curse? Because <laughs> Drew McIntyre is out of commission. Uh, recently had a minor surgery. Do you know what surgery he had, Marco? Was it? Um, I couldn't find anywhere what exactly he had surgery on. But um, apparently he had a minor surgery and is going to be out of commission for a little bit. Um, and also Elias has a broken ankle and yeah. is is going to be out of commission. So you know the the Shane Vortex. Um, as it were, um, the mid card of evil, as uh, one of my favorite podcasts calls it, they uh, they're going down like flies, man. Hmm. Wow, yeah, that, I I saw that too. They didn't really announce. I don't know what kind of minor injury requires a minor surgery and it makes you out for a while. That's you know, I don't like, know. Did he of... get a Did he get a mole removed? I don't know. Yeah, like... there you go. Yeah, penis reduction or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's half his crew, you know. So we'll see. <laughs> We need to talk about the uh, the amount of people on social media just hating on the fact that uh, uh, Shane McMahon inserted himself. I mean, that's like they did that oh, on purpose. My gosh. They did that yeah, on, they 100% on purpose. They definitely did. Yeah. I called it, though. We were kind of chatting um, during SmackDown, and I called it. I was like, dude, we were like, who's it going to be? If Elias isn't on there, who's it going to be? And I was like, it's going to be Shane. And everybody was like, oh, God, I hope not. You know, and then sure enough, he's like, oh, I got this competitor right over here. And he removes himself from the frame and then comes back in. And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, but I'm glad he didn't go over, you know. So thankfully, you know, that they had enough wherewithal to not let Shane actually win that damn thing and be Shane versus Baron Corbin. <laughs> huh, yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, <laughs> Clash of Champions here. And um as everyone knows, listening, I am the Chick Foley prediction, <laughs> prediction champion. I have one title belt, one one win under my belt here. Because so. wins and wins and losses, uh, the Chick Foley show is where wins and losses matter. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's run them down here. We'll make our picks. And uh, we were talking before the show. This is a hard card to uh, predict. <clears throat> here. There's a, number one. There's a ton of matches. I don't know how they're going to get through all of this in uh, less than a, a WrestleMania time frame here, but we'll see. E- for sure. There's a lot of matches. And, you know, like I said, the it's kind of a weird, we're in a weird uh, period of time and wrestling right now. Like we're, we're not quite like close enough to Survivor Series for things to start like shaping up. Um, but we're like, we're like, I think this is just all it's going to do is shape up for Hell in a Cell because really anything could happen here, right? Like, you know, sometimes you can kind of read it and telegraph what's going to happen and where it's going. But for these matchups, a lot of them, I'm just like, this could go either, this could go either way. Um, so... Um, let's start with, let's start at the bottom of the list here. Let's go with, um, start with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Fire and Desire for the women's tag championships that mean absolutely nothing, according to Sasha Banks. 
Yeah, uh, that is going to be uh, a true fact there because I totally forgot Alexa Bliss even had the tag team titles. I'm going to go Fire and Desire here. Um, switch it up a little bit, maybe start the beginnings of a few between Bliss and Cross and uh, get somebody new with the belts here. I'm going Fire and Desire. Yeah, I'm going with Fire and Desire too. Oh. I feel like they've 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 had a pretty good build, um, and uh, I feel like I mean, and they're a legitimate tag team. I guess at this point, Alexa and Nikki are a legitimate tag team too. But I feel like Fire and Desire have been together long enough. Like they they deserve it. Um, so yeah, going with Fire and Desire. Very nice. Next match on the card is going to be I just lost it here. Uh, oh, we, f- we forgot about Drew Gulak versus Humberto Carrillo versus Lince Dorado for the Cruiserweight Championship. Oh yeah, I totally main forgot event about that. Anywhere in the world, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say Drew Gulak keeps this belt um, <sighs> and uh, sends the people happy. Home, sends the people yep. home happy. I hate to uh, be two for two, but I'm going with Gulak on this one too. Oh, I see a trend here. I'm gonna let you pick the first, <laughs> the first one. Here. Uh, um, so let's go with uh, the New Day versus the Revival. I think this is gonna be a really, a really good match overall. Um, I'm excited to see this. So, um, New Day versus the Revival for the SmackDown Tag Championships. I think I'm going with the Revival. Well, okay, I'm gonna say New Day keeps it here. So that's a little bit of difference. Um, Man, this is shaping up to be a great Monday Night Raw card so far, these three matches. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, this will be a good match. I just feel like I've seen it before. I don't know if I have or not, but I feel like these two plus the Usos have been just interchangeable on SmackDown for so long. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, moving on to the Raw Tag Team Champion belts. Uh, Seth and Braun against Dolph and Robert Roode. Two makeshift tag teams here going for the prestigious Raw tag team titles. WWE, we're tag, we're tag teams, don't matter. Oh, God. Is, is, the, is the lineage of like the original tag team belts, trace, that traces back to the Raw tag team belts, right? Yeah, it totally does. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Not that it matters, but uh, I'll let you pick first again on this one. Um, I'm going with... I, I think I think Dolphin uh Dolphin Robert Roode are gonna dethrone um Seth and Braun. I think it only adds suspense to the um to the main event, which is Seth and Braun. Well Seth and Braun's the main event, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I gotta I gotta go with you. I think this this is gonna be the match where they lose. They there's a rift between the two, Braun turns heel yeah. or or cost them the title and they get in a fight afterwards or uh, they're gonna fight right in the middle of the match. Who knows? But uh, I'm gonna say Dolph and Robert Roode again win the tag team belts, and uh, good for them. They need a cool name, I think. Yeah, what was it? I uh, I told you some other somebody somebody on Reddit called them like Rudolph the Red Nose Tag Team or something like that. <laughs> I was like, okay, um, yeah, but they definitely need a they definitely need a cool. Um, a cool tag a tag team name because you know I'm all about that and they got to like come out to their own mu- like one united music you know get some matching gear um, because that's what makes a real tag team right um, moving on to AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander uh, I think AJ Styles is keeping the title I don't I think he's just he's just got it going on right now I think this is a good spot for him um, he's just he's just perfect right now with uh, the OC and what what they're doing so I think Cedric Alexander and AJ Styles are gonna put on a killer a killer match um, and you know 
but AJ, he's just, Cedric's just going to fall short. Who did he wrestle a couple pay-per-views ago that was also kind of a former 205 Live guy that he wrestled pretty well? That wasn't Ali, was it? Who am I thinking of? AJ Styles defended the belt against somebody. God damn it. Ricochet? Ricochet. You're Ricochet, yeah, yeah. That wasn't a 205 yeah. Live guy. But, yeah, so he's, he's done a good job of elevating some of these guys that are kind of in the mid-card right now. And I think, you know, it's a good spot for Cedric. I think he falls a little short here. I think they, they want to keep that belt on Styles as kind of a guy to – you know, be an upper mid Carter, but you know, it would be interesting to see him lose the belt here, maybe some nefarious way and, and push him back into the main event because I don't know. Somebody needs to some, like, I feel like they have to stop bouncing around these, the mid card titles. Like they have to, at some point, give these things back a little bit of prestige, right? Yeah, like yeah. let, let AJ give it a little bit of something because, um, right now with the IC title and Shinsuke and all that, like I, I could just care less. You know what I mean? Um, or I guess I couldn't care less is the, is the proper verbiage on that. But, um, I just, ugh, I hate it that they've like pretty much just diminished these mid card titles and just made them absolutely not matter. Especially the IC title, which we can get to now. I mean, that as, as a kid, I mean, I remember, you know, Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect, and you had so many great matches. Those were the guys that were, you know, Shawn Michaels and Ramon and ladder matches, and that was the guy like, okay, this is the next guy up in line, going to be a main eventer. And now yeah. it's just guys that have, like, gone up, and now they're back down a little bit. But this one should be good. Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz for the IC title. Uh, I hate The Miz as a face, but um, I don't know. I, I uh, This is a tough one to call because – we haven't really seen the IC title on TV that much, other than like about, you know, buddying up with uh, Sami Zayn. Uh, I got to think there's some some title changes on this one. I'm gonna say Miz wins this one. Is in an upset. Um, I'm sticking with Shinsuke. I think um, with I think with Sammy, um, you know, by his side, and you know, I think there's going to be some sort of, you know, some sort of mischief that happens um, and and causes Miz the match um, because I feel like this is something they'll probably carry to hell in the cell. Um, but I, I like what they're doing with Shinsuke and Sammy right now. I feel like that's the best use of Sami Zayn at the moment since there's not really a place for him. Um, so. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with Shinsuke. I uh, what what if I told you that Miz's dad was in this corner? Oh, that changes everything, right? Yeah, I mean he's fucking intimidating as shit. That that would also mean that Shane would have to come out. If we got a Miz's dad figure, I would I would oh my god. Oh my god! How awesome what would that be? Give it to me. <laughs> Give <it>. me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Mrs. Dad. Don't even put his name on it. Just say Mrs. Dad, because I don't know. I don't, wouldn't know who he is if he if he called him by his real name. But oh I, yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be Ms. Dad. Yeah, for I, sure. I think he owns a bunch of sub places. So give me like like a like a foot long like Italian hoagie in his hand. We'll be good. Yeah, you could have. It could even just be like a battle pack with him and Shane. Oh, there you go. Yeah, with just like yeah. with, his, with his hands up, like throwing the Dukes up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Mattel, are you listening? Give us a Ms. Dad figure. Oh man. I if you if you gave it. us the Adam Rose bunny, you can yeah, give us right? Ms. Yeah. Dad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we got like forty horn swaggles. Let's give give me one Ms. Dad. You know. Yeah, uh, I, I'm there for that. That's the SDCC release for next year. <laughs> yeah. uh, Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. Uh, a Roman, <sighs> Roman versus Rowan match and a no dis mm -hmm. oh, no disqualifications. Oh my gosh, this one's going to get pretty brutal. Punches, clotheslines, and forearms. Might even see a kendo stick. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be. Yeah, uh, they put one under the ring for no reason. 
Do you think Roman is going to bring out his um, band of pediatric survivors to fight to fight uh, Rowan? Dying hurts. Oh my God, I I'm too soft for those things. It's like pediatric cancer awareness month, um, and I'm like sitting here watching Raw, just trying to like you know veg out and enjoy myself, and I find myself like all welled up and teary-eyed. I'm like, okay, pregnancy and motherhood does not go well with pediatric cancer uh, promos. Like, this is like, this is too much for me right now. It's a shame we need a month to really, I think that should be something that we care about all year round, not just like one one time a year. That's a pretty good cause to uh, support. But it is cool that they're they're doing something on, you know, like on Raw, he came out with some kids and, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm all about it. it. I don't think there's any way that Eric Rowan lo- wins this match. This is no, for sure. Especially like I said, after after Ro- uh, Roman did like the because he did like not only did he just do the segment on I can't remember if it was Raw or SmackDown. It was Raw where he did the you know brought out all the kids and introduced them and did like that super heartfelt like feel good feel good moment. Um, he also <clears throat> did like a commercial with with some kids and I'm like okay, he's not losing. <laughs> like they're not gonna let Ro- Roman the freaking cancer hero lose this lose this match so i'm going with roman in this one uh, i am too uh bailey versus charlotte uh, for the smackdown women's title Ooh, i'll let you start off with this one um i think they give it to charlotte dude i think um i think they're gonna continue to work on her you know just her title reign uh making her like the most decorated champion um in in wwe and i think i think they're going with charlotte um yeah yeah i'm with you on that one i think they need bailey just is not championship material at this point she does not get a reaction she's Mm -mm. you know i'm sure we might see shash it would be cool to see sasha and her as both you know champions on raw and just kind of like rubbing in people's faces but uh i think they both lose uh here i'm going charlotte to win the title and i mean is she a heel is she a face i mean bailey is kind of a tweener right now charlotte is too it's just like who who are people going to cheer for in this match I don't know. I, I always see Charlotte as a heel. I, I, I don't think there's anything babyface about Charlotte Flair. Um, so, yeah, that's why it's a little bit confusing because Bailey's kind of playing this tweener role, which I know it doesn't matter. Technically, it really doesn't matter. I mean, they're all fighting for the title. But I think, um, yeah, I think Charlotte's going to win. And I also think Becky is going to win. And then Sasha and Bailey are just going to start this, like, you know, tag team reign of terror i don't think they're gonna go for the tag titles after sasha shit on them but i feel like they're just gonna kind of pair up and you know try to wreak havoc in the women's division oh wow sasha came back for that huh yeah Uh, becky versus sasha for the raw women's championship belt it sounds like we're both going with becky lynch here yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna let Becky win, and then they may have Sasha win, and they'll have like a women's hell in the cell, and have Becky or have Sasha go over at Hell in a Cell. I'd love to see. I mean, they, we've heard of Ronda rumors of R- Ronda Rousey coming back. Do you think this happens tonight? Maybe she costs Becky the title, or maybe I would love to see all four of these ladies kind of band together and do a Survivor Series match against Ronda and her crew of. Uh, T- testosterone fueled ladies uh, with Shayna Baszler and those other two chicks. 
I don't think it happens at Clash of Champions. I don't feel like that's a uh, yeah. that's an appropriate place to bring Ronda back. I feel like it's got to be bigger than that. True, very true. Maybe the night after, or maybe at, maybe it's Survivor mm-hmm. Series or something. Yeah, good point. Uh, Kofi versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Um, either way, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I think this one goes to a Hell in a Cell match. What? What? Uh, I'll pick this one first. Who? Man, I'm gonna. Oh, I don't know if they can turn the belt on. I'm gonna go Orton as a curveball here. Yeah, I was thinking Orton too. I really? feel like. Wow. I feel like. Yeah, I know. I'm always Team Kofi. I just feel like. I feel like the feud's not over, but I also feel like um, this is the time. You know what I mean? Like they're not just gonna keep having Kofi and Randy go head to head and Kofi get over. Like I think it's you know. I, I never put it past WWE to put a, a title on Randy Orton. Love to see Orton with an with another stable, like as kind of a head of a stable with the revival or something, and they can f- the f- feud with the three of them at uh, with with the New Day or something. Because Orton, yeah. Orton definitely has one good run in him. It's, I'd love to see a heel champion more so than a face champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I mean, I think these guys definitely. Uh, wrestling at, at Hell in the Cell, no matter what happens here. The the main event, former tag team partners. Uh, FTRKO, that's the name, Marco? Yeah, f- yeah. Fear fear of the RKO or fuck the oh. Revival. Yeah, that's, that's it's a, yeah. 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 Yep, it's a forever, forever the Revival. That's what the FTR is, but. Yeah, oh, they yeah. The, yeah, they did the hashtag FTRKO on, oh. on a picture of all three of them. So Interesting, interesting. Yeah, so what if, yeah, what if um, the revival, you know, they get the SmackDown, I mean, then it's like complete, like, role reversal, right? Because then you get, like, the revival are going to be the uh, SmackDown tag champs, and then Randy Orton with the WWE um, title, and it, instead of, like, Kofi and the New Day holding all the all the, all the gold, it will be um, the FTRKO, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't talk about this. There's been some rumors from different uh, shitty dirt sheets and Facebook groups that I follow that there's going to be a draft at some point soon. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard too. And it's going to be a hard draft, like you know, not like a not no wild card bullcrap. Uh-huh. It's going to be a hard a hard draft for for each show because um, I was listening to another show recently and they were talking about and it made a lot of sense and I hadn't really thought about it, but I mean it is is Fox and USA, are they going to like put over um, the other network? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to be like, Hey, you know, watch these stars on USA. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't see Fox like kind of putting, putting USA over or USA putting Fox over. So I feel like there, it's going to be kind of seen as like two separate products. You know what I mean? As far as the networks are concerned, obviously, you know, we're going to see like intermingling storylines, I suppose at some point, but, um, yeah, I don't see them being like, okay, well, tune into Fox yeah, on yeah. Friday. Because USA you know? is owned by NBC, so that wouldn't wouldn't really jive too well. But yeah, it's it is interesting. Like that they do, they need to do that to promote like pay per views and stuff. But if if they are they going to do separate pay per views again? Which that would be ideal because when they were doing that, it was it was getting a lot of people extra FaceTime on television. I mean, mm-hmm. you have separate. You know, now it's like the same ten guys wrestling, right? And you yeah. have sixty guys in back and catering, eating mac and cheese. So, uh, I'm all, I'm all for that. And I don't know how they've done it so many times, so it never never lasts. I mean, 
Vince McMahon wakes up one morning and decides he wants to put three people on one show to spice it up. Uh, yeah, but we'll we'll see. They, they definitely have the talent for it, and I think you know you put you put Brock Lesnar as somebody on you know on SmackDown or Undertaker or somebody to get eyeballs, and John Cena's there. I don't know, you know. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. You know, obviously, um, I don't know all the logistics and the legalities of like you know the network contracts and like you know what talent, you know what the talent can do on you know, whether the, the, the Fox talent can actually be on USA or vice versa, or if WWE still like holding all the rights to use whatever likenesses they want on whatever show. I don't know. Um, but it will be interesting to see how it all plays out because like you said, I mean, the brand splits have always dissolved at some point, you know what I mean? They've always got a little bit murky, um, and things start to cross over. And I, I, I'm just interested to see how they, how they do this draft and how it kind of plays out. All right, uh, so what are we thinking? Seth versus Braun Strowman here for the Universal title. Okay, so I think Seth retains. Um, <laughs> that, was a, that was a sneeze. That was not like a that was laugh. That was not an insult? No. No, no. Um, no I think Seth retains here. Um, there is, we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago on the show, there was talk of uh, The Fiend possibly facing whoever wins the universal the universal title here at clash of champions at hell in a cell um so i feel like if that's the case i feel like braun would be a more like not i don't know a more threatening contender i guess to the fiend if that makes sense um but i also feel like i don't really care to see braun as the universal champion like i love me some seth rollins so team seth and they they mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, on, I don't know if it was during the Firefly Funhouse or if when it was like backstage or something, but uh, they, I think it was during the Firefly Funhouse two weeks ago that they mentioned like he was getting a shot at the title on uh, at Hell in the Cell, but they've never really talked about that. That was just something that was rumored and it was on like the advertisements locally for that show. But I guess it's is it now confirmed that we're going to get that? I don't think. Well, they, I mean, I don't think it's confirmed. What were you going to say, Marco? Yeah. They. Um, so I guess. So they on the past two Firefly Funhouses they have actually kind of confirmed it, but not really. So like he both of them he ended him with I'll, I'll see you in hell. Essentially mm-hmm. that was like his mm-hmm. his thing. So um, the last the week before they kind of made in front of it because I don't think it was supposed to be known that that was going to happen. Um, this week they kind of solidified the match actually happening because um, they he did speak heavily about. Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins and like yeah. them being fake friends and them not really being together and stuff like that. So like they are, I think Monday night you'll know for sure that that match is happening, but they have hinted in the past to Firefly Funhouse that it is possibly going to happen, which I think it will happen. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Oh man. Uh, I have so many ideas on this. I think you could do one thing. You could have Seth win this and then have him fight the fiend. And have the fiend come close to beating him, and then bring out the demon, uh, Finn Balor. Or you can just have Braun win this match, and save Seth from losing, and have Braun lose to the fiend. I don't think you can have the fiend lose in that Hell in the Cell match. You, you've built him up way too much. He's he's on like a perfect trajectory here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go Braun Strowman's gonna win the Universal Title here. 
See, for me, I think I think that's too many title changes at once. Yeah, because like at, like like you said, if if it ends up being Braun and Braun takes it off of Seth and then the Fiend takes it off of Braun, I feel like that's just too much. I mean, not that it couldn't happen, you know, and I mean that's the way title changes happen, but at the same time, um, I feel like it needs to be a bit more meaningful. Like I don't want to have like the the fiend dethrone a three week champ. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like it, it's going to be more meaningful if he beats Seth Rollins in um, in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're we're different there on a couple. I think three or four matches. So that's good. We, uh, Twelve matches all together. We will be watching uh, Clash of Champions, and uh, we'll give you a full recap next week here on the show. At, uh, I'm torn on. The, you know, it, it could set up to be a pretty good event, but I think it's definitely just kind of getting us ready, getting us over the hump to hell in the cell, which should be yeah. know, pretty fun. I think yeah. I think it's gonna be a long I think it's gonna be a long show. I think we just need to settle in and just understand that it's gonna be um one of those longer, longer pay per views. But it is cool. I mean I'm glad to see all the titles getting defended, which, you know, is something that doesn't happen often. Um so it it is interesting in that that um effect that all the matches actually have stakes of some sort you know what i mean yeah yeah i i guess it's a good time to do the draft if you're going to do a sub if you're going to brand uh continue to brand survivor series as a uh you know us versus them raw versus smackdown type of thing which they tried to do last year but everybody was crossing over anyway so we'll see uh we're shaping up here at the end of the year where things kind of are, are kind of slowing down before we get into wrestlemania season but uh uh, it should be an interesting show. Let's get into our Go Figure segment. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. wrestling-related items we purchased over the last two weeks now. we got two weeks to talk about here. Uh, so that's pretty fun. Um, I say we start with the MVP, Marco Denton. What you got for us this week, Marco? Um, so not much on my end. Um, just uh, going around to the different Walmarts and uh, scooping up the, the SummerSlam elites that have been popping up in my area. Uh, nothing new and no like really any rocks or pats or anything like that popping up just at the ones that i found like a couple weeks ago um just SummerSlam, so floating around um i did receive today the holiest of grails oh. um in my eyes i'm gonna keep you in suspense right now oh, oh man. man i'm like i, I perked up i was like wait what <laughs> so the holiest of grails it is the Unboxamania edition oh, of, oh. <laughs> of uh, Ray Mysterio and Ali. Uh, oh. Loose. Um, yes. Those are the Holy Grails. The, the um, those are the uh, the top of my my uh, my collection right there because it's you can actually physically see them being opened on video. So nice. um, those, those, are, are, those, those are the figures that inspired you to start your loose game. Yeah. So, so the, yeah. So those are uh, those are the that's the Holy Grail, um, and I'm not gonna. That's the whole, that, that tag team is called the, a whole new world. That's the name of that tag team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, so I uh, got those today, and um, 
that's pretty much it. Just um, on the lookout for those those uh, Ghostbuster figs that are starting to oh, pop up. Yeah, they've been popping up. People have been DMing me. Dude, people have been DMing me with, like, whole displays of, like, these figures. Like, you know, two whole sets. And I'm like, dude! what are you like send me those you know like don't just take a picture and send them to me pick them up um but it is exciting to like feel like there's something out there to be hunted right like i checked brick seek today and none of my walmarts had had the ghostbusters elites but um yeah i'm definitely on the hunt i know there's several people in our uh facebook group that are that are looking for them so we're all going to be out on the hunt for each other and yeah i'm excited to actually go to walmart in the toy section and actually be looking for something for once so i'm i'm actually at target i'm looking for the sonya and the um oh my gosh who's the other chick at target uh live morgan live morgan yeah live morgan and sonya and then uh, ghostbusters at at uh, walmart so super excited for that um Dude. is that all was that all of your merch this week marco yeah, that was it. I didn't have anything special. Do you cool. do you remember when I was shitting on those uh, Ghostbuster figures? Oh, so I, hard? I remember. I remember. Yeah. Oh, hardcore. Yeah, I bought one today off of a dude from Instagram. Oh. oh. Oh, really? was, it, was it Taker? <laughs> of course, it was Taker. That's the only that's oh, the only one I want. Yeah, but I'm sure it's going to show up here in like another week or two. But uh, he's already shipped it out to me, and uh, I, I want I wanted to have it. I, I justified it that it was for the podcast, it's for the culture. So uh, I'll get I'll get that <laughs> pretty culture. soon. Yeah, I go get that. I, soon. I did it for the culture. Yeah, you know, it's, honey, that's got I got to I got a show. I got to represent represent i got a reputation to uh, uphold here so uh people are going a little bit crazy over those i didn't think people would be too super excited but it sounds like they're they're putting up end cap displays of those and of the rock uh elite so those should be plentiful hopefully to people in the next couple weeks i know marco uh earlier today put up the brick seek uh number for if you're looking for those ghostbusters figures it's one five seven two two five three seven one uh, he put that up on Twitter and on our Instagram page. So you can punt, punch that into BrickSeek.com under Walmart and uh, look for that there. And yep. before she Or you could type in 8675309. Oh, there you works. go. Yeah. It yeah. works as well. Um, we, I want to give away one of our. Uh, well, we've been trying to do this giveaway for quite a while. I've got, I've got this, uh, this rock elite figure. That I need to give away that we we hinted at for weeks and then we took a week off. So uh, we had a contest on Twitter. If everyone, whoever uh, showed a screenshot of listening to one of our last couple episodes, you'd be entered. That's all you had to do. And the winner is Carl B. Fitzgerald. At, Woo! at Carl B. Fitzgerald. He's a great follow. He's a huge supporter of the show. So I'm, I'm cool. I'm really happy to see him win. He's always retweeting our stuff. And uh, uh, Carl, I will get that shipped out to you. Slide into the old DMs and uh, send me your address, and uh, we will get that shipped out to you. So, Sheena, before I interrupt any more, what what did you have as far as uh, purchases? So this week, um, no figures for me this week, but I did get some some awesome swag uh, from our friends over at Chalkline. So I got the Heel Husband. They just launched some new Rick Rude um, of their like mesh shorts that like are so super comfortable. If you guys like need some like good lounging shorts, like those the Chalkline mesh shorts are like so so awesome. Um, the Heel Husband has like so many freaking pair of them now, <laughs> but I got him the Rick Rude ones and they look so so freaking dope. Um, I love both of the patterns of their Rick Rude shorts. So definitely check those out. And I also got him the 
a Heart Foundation hockey jersey. It just got here today. I'm going to post some pictures of it on the feed. Um, it looks so cool. It's like the best, the best material. And then today, impulsively, I got an email from um, Chalkline that was like, you know, our Heart Foundation Fanimation jacket is now available. And I was like, okay, PayPal. Um, and so I should be getting that, should be getting that before long. So um, I think that is all as far as wrestling merch um that i've purchased recently but yeah some good stuff uh, from our friends over at chalkline so if you don't follow them make sure you're following them on instagram it's uh, at chalkline official and they have so much stuff coming out right now and they have a jackets of our youth um collection that are coming out it's like totally right in the nostalgia feels like if you're a gamer if you love wrestling they have like a garbage pail kids oh, collaboration nice. and they have a huge nicktoons like i know this isn't wrestling related but you know a lot of you guys are 80s babies who grew up in the 90s and watching nickelodeon and nicktoons they have a lot of nicktoons um stuff coming out and then their their october launches are going to be super awesome as well so make sure you stay stay tuned to them and let them legally rob you because it's like literally after you buy something they'll put something else out and you're like Damn it! <laughs> I need that too. Yeah, I've I've hesitated to get into the chalkline thing because they have so much kick-ass stuff on their website. Like if you go on oh, there, it's, it's, it's like yeah. the the Ric Flair jackets, the Rick Rude shorts, the 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 Bret Hart like entrance pants that I was like, it's oh a rabbit God. hole. Yeah, it is a freaking rabbit hole. Hence why we are um, making room by clearing out the the NFL, the vintage NFL. Like you're like, dude, we got to make some room somewhere. Like it doesn't matter. We could live in the the freaking north pole and not be able to wear all these jackets you know what i mean yeah. like there there is not enough cold weather in the world to to wear all the jackets that we have in our house right now so um we're clearing out the vintage the vintage chalk lines and making room for um you know all of our wrestling ones uh, the good thing is, though, if you did want to order some items off of Chalkline, you can use code CHICK, C-H-I-C-K, and that saves you not 10%. That saves you 15% off of your order. Uh, Show so, does. Uh, you know, save that, save them ducats, baby. Um, mm -hmm. As far as, uh, that's all you had for purchases, correct? That Yeah, that's all I had. I don't have a ton either. Uh, I did go to Home Goods. My wife dragged me to Home Goods today. This is our, our week off, so uh, you have we... to be dragged to Home Goods. That place is awesome. Ugh, no, it's not good. <laughs> uh, but I did grab some of these shelf organizers that I put in my Detolf. I'm going to tweet out a picture, but they're made by a company called Made Smart, and you can find them. They're like seven ninety nine. They're I swear by them. They're like a three level like kind of spice organizer type of thing. And uh, I already have the Hasbro Detolf up. I'm going to start on my retro Detolf soon, so I wanted to pick those up. Uh, so not exactly figure-related, but they definitely uh, contribute to the, uh, the displays. I stumbled. I talked about last episode. I stumbled upon a mint-on-card women's collection, so I added the Asuka NXT Elite from, uh, from eBay uh, to my collection. I'm waiting, to, waiting for that Sonya and Liv Morgan to hit stores to add those as well. And I wanted to get your thoughts a little bit about which of the Baileys I should purchase. I, I went back and for, forth on, on Twitter with people whether I should do NXT Elite or whether I should do that Network Spotlight from... Uh, I love the Network Spotlight. I think that figure is so... Uh, that was what I was going to recommend for sure. Yeah, that's what a lot of people did. So I think I'm going to go with that and find that on eBay somewhere. It's not super expensive. Uh, so I picked up that Asuka... Uh, over the weekend, I was drunk at at the lake house. I was drunk at the lake house. I forget what I was doing. I think it was in between like you know card games or something. But I uh, I was like, man, I'm I'm tired of waiting. I went on and found the uh, Iron Sheik uh, Retro Fest on 
eBay and uh, purchased it, and the dude still hasn't shipped it yet. So uh, buyer beware. Uh, next week, if I still don't have it, I'll I'll put the dude on blast and uh, recommend not people not to buy from him. He had a, a, like fifteen thousand uh, positive feedbacks. Uh, so I don't know if he's just waiting to get it before he sells it, but uh, huh. literally, yeah, literally the last twelve months he has two thousand six hundred thirty-three positive reviews. So don't be messing up. Don't be messing up your feedback score, dude. Get yeah. that shit shipped out. Yeah. So hopefully it's you know he's on vacation or something. So it was a pretty decent price for it, and that would complete the Retrofest collection. I'm sh- we should have asked Michael Lanham about that because. Those things have not even been sniffing GameStops, which mm-hmm. they were supposed to come out by now. So I uh, got that. And then I started seeing uh, people tweeting out that the uh, RetroFest, no, not the RetroFest, just the regular Retro line, the uh, the Series 8 with Braun, Jeff Hardy, and uh, our boy Zack Ryder was showing up at Marshall's and TJ Maxx. So I purchased mm-hmm. a couple of those. I've, I already I already have all of these, but I'm just, you know, for five bucks, it's like, come on, I can't. Uh, whether I want to open them for the kid or like if someone ends up needing them, I can sell up, you know, a lot of them somewhere. Uh, purchased a bunch of those. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned it on last week's show, but our good buddy Zach Egloff uh, found me the Sasha Banks WrestleMania Elite and the Triple H WrestleMania Elite at like, uh, I think, Walmart on clearance for 10 bucks. So I added those. Uh, but uh, still waiting for the Sonya and the Liv. Or, uh, yeah, Sonya and, yeah, Sonya and Liv to show up at Target. And, uh, you know, I, uh, that's about it. We gave away the rock figure. Uh, any other news for stuff coming out? I mean, I know there's Ghostbusters just starting hitting the West Coast. People are starting to see those. So hopefully in the next week or two, those should be yeah. everywhere. Um, one of our, one of my Instagram followers just hit me up from Kansas City. And he had, there was a huge display um, at their, at their Walmart. So, yeah, they're hitting, um, you know, I mean, everywhere. So stay tuned to your to your local Walmarts, folks, because uh, like he's, there's there's a couple different locations. There's where they normally are in the figure aisle, and then they are doing some in cap displays. I guess dependent on what type of store layout that you have. So make sure if you don't see them with the regular figures, you check all the in caps too, because it would be a shame to like miss it just because you didn't like turn the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he uh, if that dude in Kansas City is he can feel free to send me some uh, some barbecue if he wants because uh, <laughs> I got some damn good barbecue in KC. Nice. Um, other than that, that's all of our purchases. I know uh, for random merch of the week, our buddy Marco, the MVP, yeah. has a, uh, a, a a item he wants to share with us for random merch of the week. Let's hear He's got it. Got some Marco. Clash of Champions inspired random merch of the week, so very wow. timely. On brand. Yeah. So. Um... And uh, way, way back in uh, 2017, uh, Clash of Champions was at uh, TD Garden here in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. And um, a bunch of buddies of mine um, were obviously huge wrestling fans. So every show that, you know, comes to Boston, we we always go. If it's a SmackDown, if it's a pay-per-view, we try to go uh, go see it. Um, so we usually buy the cheap tickets. We don't go too crazy with like the floor seats or anything like that. Um, so we go there and we get our tickets scanned and the uh, person tells us to go to customer service. And we're like, what the hell? Why do we have to go to customer service? This is insane. We thought our tickets were like bad or something like that. Or Yeah. So we're like, we're, like, got scammed. Yeah, we are we're, like cussing each other out. We're like, what the hell? What? One one guy buys the tickets and then we all pay him. So we're not sure where he bought them from. He could have been StubHub and they could have been uh, fake. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So um, we go to customer service 
and uh, they take our tickets, and the uh, the guy at the desk is like, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, your seats have been um, um, they need to be um used for a camera, so we have, we have to move you, and we're like, oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, so they give us four thinking, seats. Thinking this could only be bad, right? Like yeah. we're somewhere yeah, behind, behind a like, pole God, somewhere. Like, God dang it. So yeah, so they give us floor seats to Clash of Champions 2017, which is pretty awesome because oh I've my never gosh, wow. the floor seat thing. Um, and obviously when you do, you get the chair. You get to yeah. keep the chair that you sit in. So I have the chair. Um, after the show, my, there was a couple of people that left early. So my buddy like took like their chairs so he's like we're like walking around with chairs all over the place um but the cool thing about it is where we were sitting we were sitting at the hard camera so if you want to go on wwe network and see your the mvp live on i definitely will you will see me uh me and my buddy uh john he's sitting next to me uh we purposely knew uh we were in front of that camera because it would turn red or green depending on when. So if it was green, it was on it was on our section. If right. it wasn't, it was somewhere else. Um, so we would purposely jump up if something crazy happened. So you will see me. I'm wearing a uh, a green hat. It's a Celtics hat, um, and I'm wearing a um, a Austin three sixteen, but it's the Boston one because remember when he was like traveling around that year? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They had different. They had like Dallas three sixteen and Los yeah. Angeles three sixteen. So I bought the Boston one. So you'll see me jump up. I'm wearing a green hat, Boston 316 shirt. And I'm pretty much, I do it through the whole show. So any like crazy spot that happens, you see me jump up, you'll you'll know it's me. So I'm on the network if you want to take is, a Oh, take man, a, what year is this again? <laughs> 2017. Um, 2017. December, uh, yeah. It's actually when you go on the network, it's actually the first one because I was the, um, it's actually the premiere one that they show, like the main one. It's uh, Charlotte and AJ. They were yeah. the champions at the time. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, especially through the uh, tag match, I think it was like a four-way tag match with Rusev Day when they were super huge. Yeah. And like, over that, yeah. They were doing crazy spots, and I was like, you'll see me jump up like crazy. There was a kid sitting behind me, and he was his parents were getting upset. I was like, dude, we're on camera. I, I get to show right now. <laughs> you can have to stand up as well. Oh, well, yeah, it's so. funny because a lot of times when you're on camera, they'll tell you to like hype up. You know what I mean? They're like, "Hey, I'm about to start like recording. Like everybody, get hype." You know, um, they want it to make it look as exciting as possible. So, um, yeah, you you did your job, Marco. You did. Yeah. Yeah, you did uh, the marks proud. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's that's super cool. Is that your only uh, ringside chair? Um, yes, right. Yeah, definitely is. Um, I plan on doing the same thing when, obviously, when SummerSlam rolls around next year. Um, and yeah, Boston, I've never actually so sat. In, I've never actually that. sat in the seats to get the ringside chairs, but we've we've gotten um, several ringside chairs, like you know, by you know different sellers and things like that, and then off of eBay and stuff like that, and people through Chick Foley. Um, the chairs that we love, like we're like, oh my god, like we need that for the collection. And Heel Husband, you know, I have this beautiful like mid-century modern, like like legit vintage mid-century modern like dining table and dining chairs, and the Heel Husband like moved out had this beautiful dining room and the heel has been moved out all of the the chairs that match the dining room and put only ringside chairs <laughs> around our dining table and That's i'm great. like i'm like oh my gosh you know of course it's like whatever you know we're the only people at our house anyway but it's just so funny because i have this like beautiful aesthetic going through our home and then hill has been like those chairs are so flimsy i, I like these chairs they are way more comfortable and it's like these <laughs> these black 
like ringside chairs under our like beautiful mid-century modern table oh, um so that, that's that's the heel husband for you so he he's like um he wanted to get enough to go around our entire dining <laughs> our entire dining room so we have several several ringside chairs and they're super nice like um you know like they're super padded and heavy like it's a nice folding chair if you've never um like felt the the actual ringside chair so they're they're, they're it's really cool to get those you need a lot of padding if you're gonna sit through like eight hours of wrestlemania you know <laughs> that's very true that is very true um but you know those poor people like up in the freaking bleachers they're like holy shit my ass is numb <laughs> <laughs> what the heck um but um, that was super awesome random merch. If you have any random merch, you guys, um, with a story behind it, we love hearing your stories. So send them in to us at askchickfoley at gmail.com or you can um, send them to me in the DMs or hit fill up. Um, and just make sure you use the hashtag when you send it, askchickfoley, so that I know that you um, are letting me know that I can read it on air and share it with our um, with our peeps. So. I'm going to get it right into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. Um, and since we were talking about earlier, the fiend possibly facing uh, Seth Rollins or whoever wins the universal title match at hell in a cell. I wanted to take you back all the way back to 2014. Whenever um, Bray made his hell in a cell appearance in the Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins match um, at hell in a cell. <clears throat> It was, I, I love this match. It was really, really good, actually. Um, it was when Seth, like, it was, like, my favorite version of Seth, like, Mr. Money in the Bank Seth, had J&J &J security, the blonde hair, like, the whole thing. Dean Ambrose was, like, the most over baby face in the freaking company. Um, comes out, Dean Ambrose comes out, like, scales the ring, gets on, or scales the cage, gets on top of the cell, and the crowd is just, like, losing its freaking mind. Um, and then Seth comes out and, like, sends J&J &J up there to get their ass beat by Dean Ambrose. Oh. Oh, I remember this, yeah. Yeah, and then Seth crawls up and they start the match on top of the cage, which is like so like scary. Like it's 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 so funny cuz you know we've seen so many spots off the cell and everything, but every time you see somebody up there like it really just shows you the magnitude of hell in a cell. You know what I mean? Like how huge that thing is. And can you imagine being like suplex through the top of the cage or powerbomb through the top of the cage or like throwing off the top of the cage like through an announce table like it just like gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it but they went off from like you know halfway through like you know they were standing like where the little rail is on half like mid the middle of the cage which is still like what like a probably an 11 foot oh, yeah. drop or something you know um which is pretty crazy so they they fell off of that but it was a really good match but at the end um, Dean is about to curb stomp, get his revenge and curb stomp Seth on a, um, cinder block. And as he's about to curb stomp him, he, the lights go down and this hologram appears in the middle of the ring, which was like very strange. It was very like, you know, save us Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, uh, um, and, uh, Bray, Bray interferes in the match and, you know, the rest, the rest, as they say, is history. So I thought that would be a good match for you guys to go back and watch. And there's also a really cool YouTube uh, segment, too, where Seth and Dean are actually sitting, Seth and Moxley, whoever you want to refer to him as now. But back then he was Dean. Seth and Dean are sitting down and they actually watch that match and kind of like go over it and like talk about it and stuff like that. So that's really cool. So um, that is your retro wrestling recommendation of the week. Uh, a great match on that card. Nikki Bella versus Brie Bella. If you want to see some just technical, kind of like 
just real old school wrestling. Check that out. <laughs> yeah, I think that was around the time that um, Nikki told Brie she wished that she had died in the womb. Oh man, yeah. Those always... were those were the kinds of jabs being thrown around back in back in those days. We also saw uh, Goldust and Stardust versus the Usos, which was you know kind of a precursor to seeing them uh, wrestle against the. Uh, the brothers of uh, yeah. Matt and, yeah. and Jeff, whatever his the name Bucks. is. Jackson's, yeah, whatever. Matt uh, and Nick. Get Matt it right. Nick. Matt and Nick. There you go. There you go. Okay, cool. Uh, so let's let's wrap this puppy up. Next week we will yeah. recap the uh, Clash of Champions card here. We'll, we'll see if we crown a new Chick-fil-A prediction champion or not. Whoop, um, whoop. But uh, I also want to get a couple more plug, plug skis in here. We talked about Chalkline. We need to talk about our, our shop on ProWrestlingTees.com. You can find all your favorite uh, Chick Foley Show swag there. Just do a search for Chick Foley Show. Uh, Ringside Collectibles is the biggest one. They're uh, huge supporters of what we do here on the show. And you can use code Chick Foley for 10% off there. Uh, I know the Elite 71s just started shipping if you pre-ordered them. Now they're available for sale. That Jeff Hardy is sick. You get the uh, Elite Adam Cole with the with the title, uh, North American title, which is cool. Uh, so check them out. And the softest shirts uh, in the history of the world, collarandelbowbrand.com. You can use code CHICK there for 10% off. And uh, I get so many people shooting, uh, sliding into the DMs or, or messaging me on Facebook saying, like, yeah, these are, like, the greatest T-shirts ever created. They're so soft. And I said, yeah. And I actually wore a couple of them to, uh, to the lake house this weekend. And people were like, what the, what's, what's collar and elbow? Like, what the hell is that? And, you know, I had to, yeah, I had they're to not, they're not your WWE shop fodder. Yeah. They're um, definitely like a know. cool, like, you know, the, like an under armor type of brand. So support those guys. They support us. Check them out again. If you want to email us at ask chick Foley at gmail.com. And uh, if you enjoy the show, if you want to support us uh, in what we do here, it's patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. Uh, starts at a dollar a month. Goes up from there to get some bonus episodes and bonus unboxing videos and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we we appreciate any support that you get. All the figures and stuff that we give away is all through that uh, the, those funds that we receive there. So uh, hook us up and we appreciate anything you can do. And uh, that's yeah. about it. You got anything else to add, Sheena, before we get out yeah, of here? Yeah, I wanted to jump in here real quick since we're talking about our VIP Chick Foley fam and give a shout out to our homie at Raw is Ryan. Um, he's going through a really tough time right now with his health. He's just had some really crazy setbacks and things like that. And we always want our, our Foley fam that's going through a hard time to know that we're thinking about them. And, you know, we're sending you all of our love. And if there's anything that we can do for you, you know, you know we're in your corner, uh, Ryan. So, Please, you know, keep keep fighting the good fight, and um, you know, there there is light on the end of the tunnel, man. Just keep just keep going toward it. For sure, we got a couple episodes for you this week, man. So hopefully, we can keep you uh, occupied while you're uh, re- in recovery there. So uh, keep uh, keep hanging out with us, man. We appreciate your support. Uh, I did. Uh, I think I mentioned. Yeah, I mentioned on the uh, the AEW episode at least that I purchased tickets for the uh, AEW pay per view here in Baltimore, full gear. And uh, if you are coming to that show, if you're going to StarCast or anything, uh, me and some buddies will be doing a, a little uh, pre-gaming before the show at uh, a bar nearby in the Baltimore area. So uh, me and Double Click Figs on Instagram, uh, we, we started uh, getting together, and he's a, he's a good dude. It's Double Click L, sorry K L I Q, 
If you want to follow him on Instagram, he's a good dude, good uh, good collector. We've been uh, hooking each other up whenever we can. But uh, uh, anybody who's coming, definitely hit us up. We'll uh, grab some uh, we'll grab some wings, talk wrestling, have a, cold, a couple cold uh, Steve Weisers, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll find a place that's uh, walking distance to the event. I've uh, been talking to a couple local establishments, so uh, should be a good time. For sure. Cool. Y'all enjoy enjoy yourselves up there. Uh, well, hey, you oh. can still you can still come. You're not too far. I mean, you'll be uh, you know you'll be two months from popping, but uh, I, <laughs> I do not want to potentially um, give birth. Well, I don't know. that would be kind of cool. I don't know what kind of Mark would like deliver my baby though. So oh, <laughs> I don't man. know. Somebody that does not wear deodorant would be like delivering your baby. Like Luchasaurus, get out of here! <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, you got a pop! You got a pop from Marco on that one. That was good. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, Marco, anything to add before we get out of here, dude? Uh, nothing much. I'm actually uh, going to the uh, second AEW show uh, on TNT because um, our second one is in Boston. So I'll be attending that one with uh, some buddies of mine. Um, so I'm not sure if there's any Foley fan members that are in the area or actually have gotten tickets because I know they sold out pretty fast. Um, but yeah, I'll be there and uh, Damn, hopefully doing you, some reporting. All you uh, Foley fam WWE shills are going to the AEW events. What is this about? This is uh, this is new it's, territory, right? We're true, we're true wrestling fans. That's right. It doesn't matter what brand it is we will watch it team team more wrestling full disclosure i have been shopping for a stardust shirt on ebay to wear to this show oh <laughs> my gosh would that be a total like shitty uh troll no, thing to do it, it would be amazing and it's uh, it's only going to be more amazing if you find the mask and the gloves oh, oh my god that'd be i great. can't even find there's like two stardust shirts on ebay if anyone has a stardust shirt <laughs> I'm either going to do that or just go decked out in, like, John Cena shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Like the hat, the, the wristbands, the hat. Oh, my God. I might do that. I might just oh, do that. Oh, great. my God. Where's Phil, Cena? I'm Cena actually, coming uh, out? Oh, my God, Phil. I'm, I'm actually going to. This is the best thing ever. Please, <laughs> please do it. Do you remember when uh, in, in Ace Ventura, when he, like, pretended to be, like, a little kid with pimples to get somebody's, like, autograph? That's oh, who I'm going to be. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh god. I love I'm it. I'm such an asshole. Whatever. I love it. But I mean, yeah, I'm su- we're supporting the brands, man. Come on, get on board, Sheena. Hey, as you bought your you bought your ticket, I'm I'm all for it, dude. I, I'm all I'm all for supporting all things all things wrestling. All right. Well, uh, for Sheena Phelps, for Marco, the MVP. Uh, this is Phil Gentile signing off from the uh, Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. Guys, have a great week. We'll be back here next week to recap Clash of Champions. Stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you soon.
fast mode. I'm talking slick when I'm with the big slime, nigga. Could hit your bitch, you can never hit mine, nigga. In my DM, they electric side. Give me those hands, right? I need those hands. Not a fish fry, nigga. Never switch sides on my dog. Catch a contact, hit your ride, go to Mars. Everybody say, How could you come about your face and say, I ain't the hardest nigga you'd have never heard? I left off like a rapper's dead and bird. A verse for me is like 11 birds. It did the methods like $2,000 every word. I'm on the verge. I beat the charge. I kill some niggas in the.